You're listening to episode 46 of The Marketer's Mindset with Brian Burkhardt. Hey, Mindset friends, thanks for listening in on another episode of The Marketer's Mindset. Um, on this episode, I had the privilege of interviewing none other than John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneurs on Fire podcast. And I just want to take a moment before we get into this episode to publicly thank John. And, um, you know, John lives in Puerto Rico. And unfortunately, he had to evacuate the island after getting hit with a second horrendous hurricane. They first had to deal with Hurricane Irma, which, um, you know, tore up the island bad in, in the British Virgin Islands and all the islands in the area. Um, but fortunately, at that point, you know, John's home was all right and everything. But with Hurricane Maria, the second one that came through, I just looked on the internet and they just said apocalyptic conditions. So it's crazy. Um, I knew it was coming, so I reached out to John because we had this interview scheduled. And I said, hey, you know, listen, if you need to reschedule because of everything that's going on, no problem, let's do that. And John said, no, we'll we'll talk to you on a on, uh, couple days here. So I just want to say that, JLD, you are a uh, just a true great guy um, and a, a, just an honorable businessman. I mean, y- you could have easily said, let's just reschedule. So you kept your commitment. I appreciate you. And I just want all the listeners here to, um, you know, send your love, uh, your thoughts and thoughts and prayers to John his family, and all the people down in Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands um, area that have been hit by this devastating hurricanes and just are suffering and so much loss. So Mindset Family, if you could do that, just you know, send your love, support, thoughts, and prayers um, to John and everybody down there. And uh, you know, I appreciate you, John. Thanks for taking the time, JLD. You are an upstanding guy. I appreciate you, bud. So, guys, sit back now and listen to this great episode. We had a great interview. It's fun. It's power-packed. It's shorter than most of my interviews. You know, my interviews tend to go long. But uh, this is just a great interview filled, as JLD would say, with value bombs. So, guys, with no further ado, here is JLD. Welcome back to another episode of the Marketer's Mindset Podcast. I am super excited to be talking with today's guest. After graduating from Providence College on an Army ROTC scholarship in 2002, he served as an active duty Army officer for four years, including a tour of duty in Iraq. Upon leaving the Army, he enrolls in law school. However, after one semester, he drops out and takes a job in corporate finance. He then ends up moving to New York City and works for a technology startup company. Never feeling a right fit with any of these jobs, he makes another career move. He moves to San Diego, California, and decides to venture into commercial real estate. While driving all over San Diego doing real estate, he begins listening to podcasts every day until he has finally listened to all the podcasts episodes 
of all his favorite podcasts. Hungry to listen to more and waiting till a new episode is launched, he says to himself, I wish someone was doing a podcast seven days a week. Inspired by this notion and hearing these other podcasters interviewing successful people on their show, he decides that he will start doing a seven-day-a-week podcast interviewing successful entrepreneurs. Despite being told he was crazy by two of his mentors for wanting to do a podcast every day, he followed his gut and pushed through his fears, and in September of 2012, he launched a mega-successful and award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, where he interviews today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. He has grown EO Fire into a multi-million dollar a year business with over, get this, 1,850 podcast episodes and 1.5 million monthly listens. He's the author of the Freedom Journal and the Mastery Journal, two of the most funded publishing campaigns of all time on Kickstarter. Please welcome to the show, John Lee Dumas. JLD, how are you, my friend? Welcome to the show. You know, I'm kicking back in Florida, and I'm feeling the heat, so uh, I guess I'm on fire. You are, bud. Well, I'm fired <laughs> to talk to you. Thanks. Hey, this show here, JLD, uh, focuses on mindset of successful entrepreneurs and individuals. How important would you say mindset is to one's success? I think mindset's everything. You know, for me, I, I look back at where I was kind of weak at when I first launched, which was, by the way, five years ago tomorrow, which is crazy to think, is, you know, I didn't really have the best mindset. I didn't really have um, the best way that I mentally and emotionally approached the situations. And, and, you know, and it cost me at the beginning. You know, it cost me some momentum, some initial um excitement that I had kind of building with the brands because I just wasn't quite mentally prepped for it. So that that's one thing that I think is critical for people to recognize is the mindset is is such a key factor in this and surrounding yourself with other entrepreneurs who are going through this, you know, as part of a mastermind by finding a mentor who has been where you want to be. So they've been on that journey and they can help guide you through. It's just critical. You know, there are people that have been there before us. We need to stand on their shoulders. And there are people that are going through this exact thing right now with us. And uh, we need to be in it together. I agree. I, I couldn't agree more with you. That's so important what you just said there. And I hope the listeners really take what you said because mindset, I think, is, I would say, 90% of it. Yeah, totally. Now, really successful people take control of their thoughts and their mindset. What is the mindset that has helped JLD to get to where he is today? You know, I think focus is probably one of the bigger things. And, you know, this acronym that I heard back in the day was follow one course until success. And that acronym, that word really stuck with me. And I recognized the power of focus. And I realized that I think uh, a lot of people in this world don't ever accomplish what they want to accomplish because they're never putting enough focus into that thing. They're getting distracted by that bright, shiny object syndrome, those weapons of mass distraction. They're just taking them down. And there's so many distractions these days. And it's just getting worse. You know, your browser is continuously beeping, your cell phone is continuously honking, you know, you're continuously hearing all of these different things in this world that are pulling you in different directions that you're never getting good quality focused work done. And that's why for me, like it's all about the focus. And if I can't just direct all of my mental bandwidth for, by the way, not 
an, an entire day, but just a short period of time, 45 minutes, maybe an hour, you're going to get so much done of quality work that it's going to move the ball forward at an exponential rate. Exponential is the key right there. Like you said, with that focus, you can do so many things, but you need to do that focus. Yeah. Now, every successful person has a meaningful person or a defining moment that has encouraged them or inspired them in some way. What is the one person or event that was your biggest inspiration in your journey towards becoming the man who's living this extraordinary life that you're living now? Yes, there was a lot of events that definitely had a big impact in my life. Um, But I'll say, you know, probably the biggest one for me was, you know, coming home one day from driving around and and listening to another day of crappy talk radio and sports radio and and just, you know, radio stations and songs and just kind of being a little bit tired of of not really making the most of all of this, this time and energy that I was putting into driving around in a car in San Diego and saying, there's got to be something more. And I remember just like typing like best ways to make the, you know, the the best ways to make the best use of your time in a car. And this article on podcasting came up and I remember reading about it and then seeing that this guy, Dave Ramsey, who, you know, I had heard of before and I was always interested in finance that he had a podcast and, you know, downloading that podcast and listening to it and being like, wow, it's, it's pretty cool that I can be hearing this free, valuable and consistent content on this podcast. Um, I can press pause when I need to stop the car. I can, you know, pick it up the next day right where I left off and I can consume this great content for free. And that just kind of led me down that path of podcasting. But, you know, that was kind of my gateway drug was Dave Ramsey and I, you know, pretty quickly grew tired of the podcast because it's just very repetitive and it's a great message, but it just says kind of the same thing over and over again. So I moved on from there. Um, but, you know, this essential core of it was I had found this new medium podcasting that I loved. And I said, and I'm glad, I'm sure so many people are glad that you found it because your show is amazing, bud. Now I saw a video you were in and you, you talked about continuing to put off the launch of EO Fire. So Entrepreneur on Fire, your podcast, you, you held off. And a matter of fact, it was because part of it, you had two mentors that told you you were crazy to launch a seven-day-a-week <laughs> podcast. How did you overcome that self-doubt and make yourself take action? It was a slow process. And that's kind of why I was talking about at the beginning of this interview, why I wish that my mindset was in a better place when I launched. Because, you know, I, I definitely battled with exactly that. You know, I battled with... Um, the people that I looked up to in the industry, doubting what I wanted to create. I doubted my own skill. I I doubted my own ability to create something of success that people wanted to listen to. I knew that I wasn't good at podcasting. So, you know, I had all of these doubts, you know, some real, some made up. Um, But what it came down to is that, you know, I just wish the mindset that I had looking back at it was that, listen, nobody's good when they first start doing anything. Like, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, they weren't good at their respective sports when they started day one, picking up a golf club or picking up a basketball. They weren't. They became good over time and it takes time. And, you know, for me, I was able to push through it kind of out of desperation because I saw the alternative. And the alternative was, you know, crawling back to something that I hated. So I had to push forward out of desperation. You know, a lot of people don't get to that desperation point. And so they just kind of give up and quit and go back to something that's good, that's comfortable. And, you know, I love that quote that good is the greatest enemy of great because it's so true. Like a lot of people right now are are listening or know people that are making $125,000 a year at a job they don't hate. And guess what? 
Life is good. I mean, they're making good money. They don't hate their job. Life is good. But guess what? That means that their life is probably never going to be great because that good is the biggest enemy of the greats. And so, you know, for me, it was out of desperation. And that's kind of why I, I launched the, sh- you know, I launched the show when I did. And, and why I keep it going even to this day is because I want other people to recognize and to understand that, you know, you don't have to get to the point of desperation. Like you can do this. You have people around you that will support you, that will guide you, that will give you that information that you need to get your business, your life to the next level. And I think there's two key things that I really took away from what you just said there, JLD, and I want the listeners to really get it. One is so many people, the problem is they compare themselves to other brothers highlight reel. So for example, like me, I could look at you. I've had my podcast a uh, little over a year in April. So I'm relatively new. And I look at you and you're at what, 1,760 or something, <laughs> some crazy number, bud. And it's like so easy for me to compare and look at my audience and my downloads and compare to you. But you started with zero also. And people need to get it. They need to not compare themselves to somebody who has put in the time and the effort that has already worked and achieved that goal. They need to say, hey, they started where I did. So if they did it, I can do it too. So I think that's so huge that you said that. And the other thing, comfort. So many people don't take action until they're totally pressed against the wall, gun against the head. So I love how you said, take action. You don't need to get to that point. There's people that will support you on that. So I think those are two huge things I just took away from what you said. I love those takeaways. Now we all experience failures or what I like to call undesired outcomes, really. What are one or two of the biggest lessons that you've learned from your failures? You know, one thing I've learned from my biggest failures that I've had in life is that everything's temporary, you know? And and that kind of phrase that kind of does stick with me is that this too shall pass. And it goes for both ends of the spectrum. You know, when things are going great and it's amazing, enjoy it, because guess what? This too shall pass. And when things are the worst and in the dumps, guess what? this too shall pass. Like that's life. Life keeps on going whether we want it to or not. And guess what? When life's going crappy, we want it to keep going because we want to change and it will. And guess what? When life's amazing and it's perfect and we don't want it to keep going, too bad. It will. It, it, it will keep going. This too shall pass. So that's kind of a quote and a lesson that I've always taken away from some of my biggest failures. Um, and another one is, you know, to make sure that I'm learning from everyone. Like I didn't learn from a, a couple of my first failures and I suffered because of it. And I kind of repeated those mistakes because I didn't learn from those failures. Um, and that's kind of why I start every one of my episodes with the biggest failures of my guests, because I want to learn from their failures so I don't make the same mistakes. I want my listeners to learn from their failures so that they don't make the same mistake. I don't want Fire Nation making the same mistakes that I made, that my listeners made, because you know what? They don't need to be repeated. You know, you don't need to learn firsthand every single failure. You can learn second, third, fourth hands, and you can still have great takeaways. So those would be two key things. Yeah, I love it. And it's like you said, there's people out there that have done it. You can follow that path and you can shortcut because there's just not enough time to learn it all on yourself. So true. Now, you have a lot of successful friends and you've interviewed so many amazing people, JLD, on your podcast. What is the best piece of advice that you've got? So the best piece of advice that I definitely have would be something that would tie into what we've already been talking about and something that I've already mentioned. But to kind of sum it up into one piece of advice, it would be, if you want to be, do. 
Like I wanted to be a podcaster, so I had to do podcasting. I wasn't going to be good at first, just like Michael Jordan wasn't good at basketball at first, and Tiger Woods wasn't good the first time he swung a golf club. But guess what? They kept doing that thing. I've now done over 1,850 podcast episodes for Entrepreneurs on Fire. So guess what? I'm starting to get good. Like I'm continuously getting better every time I do an episode. I'm doing that thing. So what is it that you want to be in this world? Don't make it difficult. It's simple. Do that thing. That's so great. Just so so clear of a message, and that's what people need to understand. Just do it. Now, what is one of your biggest business regrets, and what did you learn from that? <sighs> one of my biggest business regrets. Um, you know, one of my biggest business regrets would, would be back when I started the podcast. I didn't value the relationships that I was building with my listeners to the level that I should have been. Um, I do this now because I know how important it is and what a key it is to my success, but I didn't do it then. You know, I would just have the guests on the show and I would just be so grateful for their 25 minutes of time that, you know, I would <clears throat> just basically be like, okay, I'm never going to contact them again. I don't want to bug them anymore. But that's not the right, the right way to approach things. Like that's the beginning of a great relationship when you have a 25-minute one-on-one conversation with somebody. So my biggest regret is that I didn't like follow up, you know, more with with my first, you know, 100 or so guests before I figured figured this out. I wish I had followed up more and I wish that I had let them know that I was thankful and grateful for their time in more ways and that I had, and you know, just supported them in better and better ways. So that's a, that's a regret that I have that I was able to correct. I get about 100 days into my podcast and you know, aka 100 episodes in. Um, but you know, again, it's something that looking back at it now, I definitely regret. Yeah. Relationships are so important and and they're key. What are you currently doing right now that scares you and is making you stretch? Well, my first traditionally published book, um, is going to be coming out at some point and this definitely scares me. Thank you. You know, I've, I've done a couple journals now that have had great success and I've done an Amazon self-published book, a very short one called Podcast Launch that's sold, you know, tens of thousands of copies and it's done really well. But, you know, it was, uh, I wrote it in a weekend. You know, this is kind of my first kind of masterpiece of five years of doing this, of interviewing successful entrepreneurs, 1,800 and counting, and continuing to, to you know, go back and learn on every one of those episodes and every one that I do um, going forward in the future. And so my first uh, traditionally published book is called How to Finally Win, Create Your Dream Life One Step at a Time. And I'm excited about it. So if people uh, think that that sounds interesting about creating their dream life one step at a time using the guidance that I've created and crafted over the years, then visit howtofinallywin.com. Awesome. We will. When is that le- releasing? To be determined. But if you go to howtofinallywin.com, you'll get the first two chapters for free and updates. Awesome. That will be in the show notes, everybody. Final question for you, JLD. What is the final message or inspiration or encouragement that you'd want to give to the Mindset family? <sighs> you know, I will just say the best time to plant that tree is 20 years ago. So you can have that beautiful, gorgeous tree standing there in front of you. But the next best time is now because you can't go back in time. So plant that tree, start taking that action, do that thing that you've been holding off for no good reason and make it happen. I love it. Mic drop right there, bud. Hey, thanks GLD so much for coming on the show. I appreciate your time and what you've shared on your journey here. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care, bud. 
Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really and truly appreciate it. And if you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about developing a strong, successful mindset, then go ahead and subscribe by clicking the I'm in button below this podcast. Each week I try to deliver great content that you can learn and apply immediately to help develop a better mindset so you can build a great online business and hopefully a better life. So if you like what we're trying to do here at The Marketer's Mindset, then help us spread the message and give us a rating and review on iTunes so we can help more online marketers. Lastly, I want to hear from you. So if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss or an online marketer that you would like us to interview, then send me an email to brian at themarketersmindset.com. Thanks again. I love you guys. And until next week, take care and I wish you a brilliant life.